Shedding Shackles is sponsored by Roland Trujillo. Welcome to Shedding Shackles. Today's topic is the magic of truth and doing. And now, here's your Shedding Shackles host, Roland Trujillo. Hello everyone, welcome. My name is Roland. The program is called Shedding Shackles. I bid you welcome. And I want to talk to you today about courage. There's a little gap between knowing what to do and doing it. And that little space, that little gap, is the energy to do what you know is right. And what you need to fill that little gap is the substance of courage. Now, we all know about truth. We know that there is such a thing as truth. You intuit truth in the way that Einstein intuited the things that he intuited. You just know in your heart what's right. When you were a little tiny child, you knew in your heart what was right, often. And other people, they went against it, and you couldn't understand why. And some of you, or many of you, have something called common sense. You don't always use it, but you have it, and that's truth. And from your intuition comes insight and wisdom, and it comes from God. Now, you can study all the books in the world and still not have wisdom because wisdom comes from God and common sense does. And you know it in your heart and it's available for every person who comes into the world. Everyone has access to what they know in their heart. And Christ said, seek and you will find. And so if you seek truth, if you really and truly want to know the truth and you keep seeking for it, you'll find it. Because God will see to it that you discover the truth. And what does truth lead to? Well, ultimately it leads to uh, Him, doesn't it? That's where truth leads. But now we've talked about truth, but truth has another aspect to it. And that aspect is the doing. See, knowing is not enough. You also have to be doing. And the doing part requires energy. Now, let, listen very carefully. You do not have. Some of you do. Yes, some of you do. But many of you do not have, or you do not access, courage. You know what's right, but you don't do it. Sometimes you know you should speak up about something, but you don't speak up. Sometimes you want to do the right thing, but then thoughts come and say, well, what if this and what if that, and what if that, and what if this, and then you don't do it, and then you procrastinate. You second-guess yourself. You delay. You try to save your hide. That's right. You're afraid. You're afraid for yourself, so you don't do what's right. So that's part of it. But the other part of it is that you're under a, a hip, you're under a trance. It's, it's called original sin. You're born to wrong authorities who right away make you knuckle under to them. They make you knuckle under, and you do. And you do, and you do, and you do, and then it becomes a conditioned response. And then when somebody came, comes along with a white jacket on and says, do this, then you just do it. If somebody that looks like your mother comes along and asks you to do something, you just do it. Or you don't want to do it, and you resent it, but then you feel guilty, and then you do it anyway. If you were a little child, and you were bullied, 
That's right, you were intimidated. There's another word, intimidated. You were intimidated as a child. And now you're walking down the street and here comes a, a man. And he's walking boldly. And then what do you do? If you're intimidated, you look down and step around him. You're intimidated. So there's so many examples. You walk into a room and here's a lady. She has a loud mouth, maybe just like your mother had. A big, brassy, Ethel Merman kind of a mouth. And immediately you're intimidated. See? Or somebody has a syrupy, sweet way about them and you're intimidated. And so you do what they have you to do. But even, even if you don't do anything, you still do what they want because you're intimidated, you cow. You go along to get along. You don't say anything. You don't rock the boat. You don't say, now, now, just wait a minute now. Just wait a minute. There's another side to this thing here. No. You are intimidated. You're so intimidated, so fearful, so cowed, that you would sacrifice your own children to them. If they said, do something, and you didn't know if it was the right thing to do, you'd just go ahead and do it anyway because you lack courage. You don't have the courage to overcome the intimidation, to overcome the fear. Mark Twain said that courage is not the absence of fear. It's being, it's being fearful, but then still doing the right thing anyway. And John Wayne said, when you're afraid, he said, you're right anyway. You ride anyway. You're afraid you get on your horse and you ride. You need a little bit of energy to overcome the reticence, the intimidation, the fear. And you also need to be sure. In other words, you need to be sure about what you're doing because everybody will try to make you doubt yourself. And of course, that's where being close to your intuition comes in. So, after a lifetime of cowing and doubting and being fearful and going along to get along, or maybe being angry. See, you're, you're angry. But your anger also defeats you, doesn't it? When you become angry, you do dumb things and say dumb things and make a fool of yourself. And then you're afraid of saying anything because you're afraid you're going to make a fool of yourself because of your anger. So you clam up and suppress everything and people still walk all over you. Okay, so there's just so many different variations of it, but the bottom line is you need the substance of courage. As we enter a new year, 2022, many of us would like renewal of our mind and spirit. To handle what comes your way in the new year with poise and confidence, keep listening to Shedding Shackles. Now, I said that truth comes from God, but you know what? Courage also comes from God. It's knowing what's right and then doing it. It's so simple. It's almost so simple. It's hard for me to explain. But I want you to see that, see, I, I just throw out a bunch of examples and analogies and you have to see it. If you don't see it for yourself, then 
whatever I say here won't do you any good. You might as well go stare at the ceiling or do something. Go watch football or play a video game or go waste your time somehow. But if you can see what I'm saying, so I give you a lot of opportunities, don't I? Here's another analogy. The sunlight contains both light and warmth. So it's the same as truth and love. Truth has love in it, just like the sun has brightness, it has light, but then it also has warmth. So the light corresponds to truth, and the warmth corresponds to love. You got it? So if you have some sort of truth but don't have love in it, then it's useless. All it'll do is make you guilty. So you need truth and love, and they both come from God. But here's the nice part. He'll give you both. He gives you both. He gives you both. I'm going to tell you something. There's a very nice man. And if I mentioned his name, you would immediately know who he is. And he told this story, and I don't think he minds if I tell it. I'm not going to mention his name. But even if I did, he wouldn't mind. When his, little do when his daughter was little, they took her to a preschool or daycare. And the little daughter wasn't happy somehow. One day, Daddy, Mommy was busy doing something, so Dad was taking her to daycare. And she clung to him. She wrapped her little arms around his neck, and she didn't want to go, and she didn't want to go, and she didn't want to go. And he stood there, and then he carried her back to the car. And they never went to that daycare again. That was his moment. That was his moment. Remember, Sammy Davis Jr. sang the beautiful song, This is Your Moment. Or This is My Moment. I don't remember which it is, but that was his moment. And you know what he did? He did what he knew in his heart was right. His intuition told him something was wrong. And everybody else said, take her to daycare. And the teacher said, take her to daycare. And the daycare people say, oh, it's wonderful. It's good. It's safe. It's perfect. It's good. You just got to do it. Everybody else is doing it. But he didn't. And you know what? His daughter became happy. And then years later, they found out that there was some terrible things happening at that daycare. It came out. Terrible things were happening. But he heeded his intuition. So you take your little child somewhere and they're going to do something to your child and your child doesn't want to in your heart. Somehow you sense you shouldn't. You should go the other way. But what do you do? You hand your child over to them so they can do what they want. So you got to have courage. you got to be a mama bear all across the country. We need mama bears, and they're there. They're there, you men. I don't know what you men are doing. What are you doing? You're watching football, and you got a baseball cap on backwards? You're useless. But there are mama bears, and the mama bears, they know something's not right. They know it, and they talk to each other, and they know it. They sense it. They see it with their own eyes. Something is not right. So you got to have courage, you got to have love. If you don't have love, if you don't have courage, if you're afraid, you're afraid for your own self. You're afraid something will happen to you. And so you don't want to say anything. Well, 
and you don't have love. You don't have love. So the first thing you have to do is see that you don't have love. You got to look at yourself in the mirror and say, I don't have any love. And then you got to find it. And it comes with truth. It's a package. It's truth and love together. And you take your first little baby step. You know, you take your little baby step. You know, you don't want to start with something too big. Start with something little. You're standing in line. Somebody pokes their elbow on you and you say, excuse me, would you mind moving your elbow, please? Are you going to stand there and leave, let them poke their elbow in your eye? And then you say, excuse me, is, is my eye hurting your elbow? Or are you going to say, excuse me, would you please mind moving your elbow? So you start with something little. You're standing in, you're somewhere and then somebody cuts in front of you and say, excuse me, I was here first. You're there and somebody's going to tell some kind of a sleazy joke in front of your family. You say, excuse me, I don't want to hear that. Take it somewhere else. Go on. Go on. So you're going to have guts or not. It's that simple. So truth and love, they're together. You need both. And what is love? You know what it is. If you have love, then you also have courage. It says in the Bible, perfect love casts out fear. All right, so you take your first steps and your heart is pounding and your knees are shaking. You got to speak up to your teachers, to your child's teacher. You got to speak up to your spouse. You got to speak up to your co-worker that always dumps work on you. But you don't know how to do it now, so you get angry. So what are you going to do? Well, you, gotta, you should get my meditation. Learn how to find that calm space and then move from that calm space. Move out into the world pre-armed with patience. Then you'll be able to speak up without anger. You need the, the, you need the energy of courage, the energy of patience, the energy of love. They're all the same thing. And that comes from God. And you will find it when you set aside anger, when you set aside resentment, when you set aside judgment, when you set aside worrying about your own miserable hide. As we enter a new year, 2022, many of us would like renewal of our mind and spirit. To handle what comes your way in the new year with poise and confidence, Keep listening to Shedding Shackles. If you have a specific question, email Roland at roland at sheddingshackles.com. That's roland at sheddingshackles.com. Now you can listen to the meditation on your phone when you're away from home or on the go. Call the listener call-in line at 510-455-8851 and at the main menu press 1. That's 510-455-8851. Are you experiencing stress, anxiety, or unhappiness? Do you feel weighed down by the past? 
Stay tuned for a special message from Roland Trujillo, host of the Shedding Shackles radio program. For over 25 years, Roland Trujillo has been helping people shed the shackles of unhappy memories, consisting of upset, hurt feelings, and negative emotions that bind them to the past. Over the years, many people have listened to and benefited from Roland's positive message. Perhaps you, too, can discover the secret to becoming free from the past and moving forward to live a new life of joy and purpose. And now, here's your Shedding Shackles host, Roland Trujillo. Now, I want to talk about a book that I just wrote. Ooh, first I want to tell you about a book that I'm finishing up. I've been busy lately. I just published a book, beautiful book, on contemplation. But I'm putting together another book, and it'll be ready real soon, within a month. And you know what the title of it is? Roland on Relationships. That's right, it's going to be a collection of some of my very best articles about marriage, about relationships, about family, and it is going to be good. Some of the articles I wrote 15 years ago, and I think you'll really appreciate them. So I'm just going to list some of the titles of the chapters. They were articles, now they're chapters. So you can get a gist of what it's about. So, for example, one of the chapters is entitled, I cheated on my wife, should I tell her? Well, yes, but I have to list a couple of caveats. And one of them is, did you just do it? Well, then you better tell her. But did you do it before you were married? Then you better think twice about telling her. Because if you cheated on her before you were married, she doesn't know, and uh, things are, life is good, okay? But if you tell her something you did long ago, you know what? You're tempting her. That's all you're doing. You're tempting her to judge you and to hold it against you and to have unforgiveness over it. That's all you're doing. So if it was long ago, it might be best not to mention it. But if it was recently, well, then, of course, you know, you got to say something about it. But there again, you got to be careful how you do it. Because if you say, oh, darling, I did something wrong, and can you ever forgive me? Well, then not only does she have no respect, not only is she tempted to judge you for what you did, but now she's tempted to judge you for your sniveling weakness, putting her in the role of God. And she may not be able to resist playing God and saying, yes, I forgive you, but underneath, underneath, she still has a judgment. You'd be much better off to go off quietly and, and find God, admit to him in your heart what you did, and be sorry before him. That's right. See, only God forgives. See, that's another thing. People think, you know, you, you say to people, can you ever forgive me? Well, all you're doing is casting that person into the role of God. You're tempting them to play God. They can't forgive you. Only God for, can forgive you. So what do you do? You go to the person you said, hey, I did you wrong. I did this and it was wrong and I see it now and I'm sorry. I apologize. And then walk away. Don't expect anything from them. Don't expect them to forgive you. 
Don't expect to be friends again. Don't expect anything. Clear the air and then walk away. It's that simple. And when I say walk away, I don't mean leave, you know, leave the marriage. I mean, walk away and go to the living room and watch TV or something. But don't, don't hang around and say, oh, can you forgive me? Oh, I'm so sorry. No, you're just, a, you're just sniveling. You're tempting them to have contempt for you. All right. So that was, that's one chapter. Then another chapter is, um, are there no more good men left? Ooh, that's one of my favorites. Are there no more good men left? Well, there are. There are good men left. There are good men left, but, uh, well, a lot of them have wrong ideas. See, they, they have wrong ideas about what, it, what, what marriage is all about and so on. But they're there, and you have to find them. But see, if you're the right kind of woman, then you'll attract the right kind of man. It's that simple. And if you're the right kind of man, you'll attract the right kind of woman. So you don't want to you don't want to just go with the you know one that comes along that you have grave reservations about. No, you don't want that. You want to wait for a man who has honor. That's the thing. Here's what you want. You want a man that has honor, that stands for what's right, and has uh, yeah he has kind of a fire in his belly for justice. You want a man like that. Okay, what's another chapter that I have? Um, let me think. How to Forgive and Forget. That's one of my favorite chapters. Ann Landers said, if she, did you ever hear this one? I've said it so many times, I'll say it again. Ann Landers, the famous columnist, newspaper columnist who gave advice to many, many people over the years. They asked her, if you could give one piece of advice to people, just one piece of advice, after all these years, what would you tell them? Without betting an eyelash, she said, I would tell them to be more forgiving. To be more forgiving. That's the answer. So how do you be more forgiving? Let go of your judgment. Let go of your resentment. And that, that's it. That's what it is. Your whole life will improve for the better. Everything about your life will improve for the better. If you let go of your judgment, your resentment. See, some people are really good at masking it. They say, well, I don't, I don't hate anybody. I don't resent anybody. No, but they have judgment. You know, judging. She judges her husband. She judges everybody. Secretly, and especially her husband, she judges. So, if you can let go of the judgment, then your life will improve dramatically. But if you don't, then it won't. It's that simple. All right, so what are some of the other chapters in the book? Oh, here's one. My in-laws are ruining my marriage. That's right. When I used to answer questions on uh, online, that was one of the ones I got all the time. My in-law, my mother-in-law or whoever is ruining up my marriage. So I, have, I talk about that. That's a good chapter. So there's a whole bunch of them. They're all good. So if you want the book, just keep listening to this program or checking at the web, checking the website out. Eventually, you'll see it there. Roland on Relationships. The best of my relationship articles going back 15 years. So that's really what I have to tell you today. And the new book, it's about contemplation. It's about finding that quietness. It's about finding God. See, you've lost him. You've fallen away from him. 
You have to refine him. Remember earlier I talked about courage, about love, about wisdom. I talked about those things and I said, they come from God. All you have to do is find him. Attach to him. Look to him. Find out how to be close to him. And he will give you those. See, a, a true human being, see, if you look at a little child who hasn't been corrupted, who hasn't been traumatized, who hasn't been emotionalized, you look at a child or a callow youth, a carefree youth, they're spontaneous. They see what's true, they say it, and they're totally spontaneous. See, that's an aspect of uh, the right energy. That's the right energy. You see what the right thing to do is, and you just do it. You see something fun to do that's, you know, good and useful, and you just do it. You're interested in this, and you, and you study it. It's that simple. But they didn't want you to be spontaneous. They made you to be just quiet, clamp, you know, to shut up. And then they laid all kinds of weird stuff upon you and told you, not only did they force you to, to eat it, but then they said you will you'll eat you will eat dirt and like it. Yeah, it seems like that's their attitude. I love what a guy said on the radio, he said, the attitude today is is what did he say it was so funny? He said, you know, if you try to raise a question, then they say, Get your vaccine, eat your GMO food and shut up. There you go. There's no love in it. So, now you're stuck. Remember Benjamin Franklin? He was coming out of the Constitutional Convention. Somebody ran up to him and said, what kind of government do we have? He said, you have a republic, if you can keep it. Very wisely spoken. So now, that's the question. Do you have courage? Will we have a republic? Will enough people have courage that we will have a republic? Or will we have tyranny? So what are you going to do? Well, you, get, you should get my meditation. Learn how to find that calm space and then move from that calm space. Move out into the world pre-armed with patience. Then you'll be able to speak up without anger. You need the, the, you need the energy of courage, the energy of patience, the energy of love. They're all the same thing. And that comes from God. And you will find it when you set aside anger, when you set aside resentment, when you set aside judgment, and when you set aside worrying about your own miserable hide. Until next time, Lord willing, and the Greek don't rise. I'll see you then. Bye-bye. You have been listening to Shedding Shackles with your host, Roland Trujillo. Now you can listen to Roland anytime by logging on to www.sheddingshackles.com. You'll find lots of free, helpful information, and you can also order materials or make a donation by using your credit card. 
Once again, the web address is SheddingShackles.com. Please remember that Shedding Shackles is listener-supported. Thank you. Shedding Shackles is sponsored by Roland Trujillo.